Hare Krishna, welcome to this episode of Chaitanya Charitamrita and in this episode we will be studying, we will continuing our study on the glories of the Panchatattva, part 4. We will be reading from the 40th verse of the 7th chapter of the Adalila of Chaitanya Charitamrita. So Chaitanya Charitamrita, Adalila 7.40 onwards. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Ajnanati Mirandhasya Jnananjana Shalakaya Chakshurun Militam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Shri Chaitanya Manobhishtam Sthapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupahakadamahyam Dadati Swapadantikam Vandeham Shri Guru Shri Yutapadakamalam Shri Gurun Vaishnavamscha Shri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Raghunathan Vitam Tamsa Jeevam Sadvaitam Savadhutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Shri Vishakhan Vitamscha <coughs> hey Krishna Karuna Sindho Dinabandho Jagatpate <coughs> Gopesha Gopika Kantaradha Kantanamostute <coughs> Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Vrishabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Vanchakalpatarubhyascha Kripa Sindhubhyayevacha Paditanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namon Namaham Namom Vishnupadaya Krishna Prashthaya Bhutale Srimate Bhakti Vedanta Swaminitinamine Namaste Saraswate Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nirvishesha Sunyavadi Paschatya Deshatarine Jaya Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhunityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhara Shri Vasadi Gaurabhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare <coughs> So welcome to this episode of Chaitanya Charitamrita So we will just recap the verse uh, that is under discussion in this 7th chapter. This is actually the 14th verse of the Adalila, remember? So the first 8 chapters in fact are um, based on the first 14 important or first 17, yeah first 14, actually first 17, sorry. First 17 important verses. Of course the 14 are the important and then the 15, 16, 17 are the uh, Sambandhadi Deva Abhideyadi Deva and Prayojanadi Deva um, uh, Pranati Mantra. So anyway, the first 14 verses are very very important, explaining the Panchatattva in great detail. <coughs> and they have been expanded upon in these chapters. So this is the 14th verse. Panchatattvatmakam Krishnam Bhaktarupasvarupakam Bhaktavataram Bhaktakyam Namami Bhakta Shaktikam So the Panchatattva are described here, each of them. <coughs> I offer my obeisances unto the Supreme Lord Krishna, 
who is non-different from his features as a devotee, devotional incarnation, devotional manifestation, pure devotee and devotional energy. Now all this may sound the same but actually they are different personalities. Each of them is a different personality. Krishna is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu um, as a devotee. Devotional manifestation. Wait. Bhaktarupa. Bhaktarupa devotee. Swarupakam, expansion of a devotee. That is Nityananda Prabhu. Bhaktavataram. That is Advaita Prabhu. Incarnation of a devotee. Bhakta Akhyam. That is a devotee which is Srivas Thakur. And Bhakta Shaktikam. The energy of the Supreme Personality of Godhead who supplies energy to the devotee. This is the internal potency. Um, <coughs> who is Radharani. That is uh, Gadadhar Pandit. So we will continue from where we left off. We are actually supposed to start from 7.40. But I am just going to take you to 38. So that we just recap a little bit where what we were discussing in the previous session. So we were discussing this very important topic of the inventions that Shri, uh, sorry, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has come up with uh, in order to uh, attract all the souls that were running away from him. And the trick that he employed was to take sannyas so that even those who are blasphemers will have to bow down to him and thus receive his mercy. So, uh, in that way he took sannyas and, uh, you know, benedicted them. Now here, in the 738, it is said, <coughs> Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu appeared in order to tell... <coughs> Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu appeared in order to deliver all the fallen souls. Therefore, he devised many methods to liberate them from the clutches of Maya. So there are many methods. <coughs> one of them is, of course, the most prominent one is the sannyas, which he took especially to uh, capture those souls running away from him. Uh... <clears throat> but even otherwise, he started the Sankirtan movement, the Hare Krishna Mahamantra for the general mass of people, and philosophical discussions with those who are, you know, scholarly, and distribution of prasadam to the general mass of people again, and also uh, through his devotees, he instructed uh, the rest of the devotees like us how to advance in Krishna Consciousness. For example, Chota Haridas. He chastised him um, for a mistake of looking at a woman as a sannyasi. So he uh, devised many of these plans to liberate our, us from the clutches of Maya. He has been so lenient upon us and strict upon his own devotees to show us the path. Hmm. So anyway, like this he has devised many methods <coughs> and he devised means his devotees, his representatives, the Acharya, they also devise. So each Acharya may devise a particular means to attract the conditioned souls. But as we have discussed in last week's session and also the Tattvadarshan, the last Tattvadarshan show um, on uh, Instagram live, we have also discussed this point <coughs> about inventions in preaching and uh, such inventions cannot be inventions of philosophy they can be inventions of how to um, 
get the people attracted to krishna consciousness but not diluting the philosophy so acharya he knows how to do these things but if we dilute the philosophy that's no more our movement that's what shankaracharya did and that also we have uh, studied in that tatvadarshan episode and also the last week's episode okay so it's very important to understand this uh, point because sometimes iskon devotees those who are followers of the so called iskon gurus nowadays they are inventing so many substandard methods of so called propagation of krishna consciousness and they support themselves by using verses like these and this is what we cannot support this we have to understand how to um you know um correct that if somebody comes up with an argument we should know how to reply back we have to know the philosophy ourselves right so <coughs> he devised many means right so now in the 39th verse it was said all were converted into devotees of lord chaitanya even the mlechas and yavanas mlechas and yavanas are those who are outside the varnashram system lower than shudras fifth class sixth class men uh, meat eaters those who don't follow at all the uh, injunctions of the shastra so they he converted them also only the impersonalist followers of shankaracharya evaded him now even after his um grand efforts still the impersonalist followers of shankaracharya evaded him so here we have um, also read in great detail what is mayavadi bhakti siddhant saraswati thakur explained what is mayavadis kashir mayavadi and uh, mayavadi and um, what is the other one saranath mayavadis yes which is very near by to kashi so we have read this last week so today we will go from 7.40 <clears throat> vrindavana jayate prabhu rahila kashite mayavadi ganatare lagila nindite while lord chaitanya mahaprabhu was passing through varanasi on his way to vrindavan the mayavadi sanyasi philosophers blasphemed against him in many ways so he went to kashi he knew kashi is the hub of all mayavadis so he went to kashi to deliver them hmm. so purport while preaching krishna consciousness with full vigor shri chaitanya mahaprabhu faced many mayavadi philosophers similarly we are also facing opposing swamis yogis impersonalists scientists philosophers and other mental speculators and by the grace of lord krishna we successfully defeat all of them without difficulty this is again another very important verse a follower of shri chaitanya mahaprabhu gaudiya vaishnava he has to be in this mood that he has to be ready to face all the opposing philosophies and philosophers and defeat them this is not to just engage ourselves in useless argument you see there is a verse today morning also uh, sundagopal prabhu was showing this here 111830 and this is a very important verse for all vaishnavas 
ಕರ್ಮಕಾಂಡಸ್ first thing he cannot engage in fruitive rituals hmm. nor should he become atheistic acting or speaking in opposition to vedic injunctions we cannot do that similarly he should never speak like a mere logician or skeptic or take any side whatsoever in useless arguments now logician means try to trying to understand this world by logic rather than from shastra logic has to be applied yes but that has to be in conjunction with the shastra because in shastra also krishna is explaining so much logic in bhagavad gita now unless revealed by him we cannot understand that logic and of course through his pure devotee then we can enter into the understanding of that logic also but if we just use or depend on our own brain to come up with the logic then that's going to be defective so we cannot speak like a mere logician or a skeptic or take any side whatsoever in useless arguments now we cannot take side shushkavada vivada vivade na shushkavada means useless topics now shushka also means dry actually dry now what is this useless arguments based on the material like this is better that is better this is worse that is worse based on material things that is useless because actually in the ultimate sense it's not a substantial argument the whole material existence is not substantial so what is the point it's like arguing uh, between dry stool and wet stool oh the dry stool is better than the wet stool what is the point both are stool so the that is a useless argument shushkavada so such arguments one should not take part in but there are useful arguments what is that <laughs> what is a useful argument now an argument by which the truth is established by separating it from the untruth ah this is very important for a devotee he has to has to uh, understand <clears throat> both side by side what is spiritual knowledge and what is material knowledge and we have to di- be able to distinguish between the two and one is actually the path of ignorance and one is knowledge so we should know and to do that there has to be sometimes because so so many people are advocates of avidya or ignorance in the name of knowledge maya apahrita gnana see some sometimes you know these these kind of people we will go back you see in the purport what shri prabhupada mentioned similarly we are also facing opposing swamis yogis impersonalists scientists philosophers and men- other mental speculators so these people are usually intelligent they have intelligence but completely misused so they are classified as here in the bhagavad gita 7th chapter 
नमाम दुष्कृतनो मूढ़ा प्रपद्यंते नराधमा मायया प्रपहृत ज्ञाना मायया अपहृत ज्ञाना मीन्स द नॉलेज ऑफ देयर ऑफ आई मीन देयर नॉलेज इज स्टोलन बाय इल्यूशन देयर सो कॉल इंटेलिजेंस इज कंप्लीटली इन्फ्लुएंस्ड बाय इल्यूशन सी हुज नॉलेज इज स्टोलन बाय इल्यूशन वट इज दैट मीन That means they may appear knowledgeable, but and and also appear very intelligent in materialistic activities, but all their activities are based on avidya or ignorance of the real spiritual principles, which is actually knowledge. Real knowledge means we have to understand atma tattvam. If we don't understand that, then our life is a complete failure. Let's explain in this verse five five five. श्रीमदभागवतम the truth of the self that means separating it from the untruth now we think our self means this body that is untruth now the truth of the self is that we are not the body we are nothing to do with this we have nothing to do with this material world we are actually a spirit soul and to separate this spirit from matter that is a sign of knowledge hmm so here in the bhagavad gita we have second chapter 16th verse nasato vidyate bhavo na bhavo vidyate satah ubhayor api drishtontas tvanayos tatvadarshibhi those who are seers of the truth have concluded that of the non existent the material body there is no endurance and of the eternal the soul there is no change this they have concluded by studying the nature of both this studying of the nature of spirit and matter should be there but it has to be done under the guidance of krishna who is the master of both these energies not under the direction of so called teachers who are under the influence of the the material nature or the materialistic teachers in other words we cannot learn from them about the material world <laughs> today one of the devotees in the morning uh, bhagavatam class uh, vishwambar prabhu actually po- brought out this point that some people say that um this uh, studying of you know uh, nature of both the spiritual and material knowledge means one must have material education one must have spiritual education and both side by side we must have that is not the meaning of this we have to understand about the material nature and spiritual nature from the engineer of or the source of both these natures which is krishna he is the source of real knowledge of both these natures of material and spiritual we cannot learn about material nature from the materialist he is illusioned by the trick of maya you know maya is playing so many tricks in fact illusion means what we are under the illusion now when we are under the illusion we cannot be teachers a teacher should be outside the illusion like if suppose a magic trick who can teach us a magic trick who understands who is not illusioned by the trick 
who knows how to illusion others but he himself is not illusioned by the trick he knows how to trick so it, he knows that it is not something uh, out of the blue he 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 has a trick how to do it so one who knows the reality and the illusion he can teach about the ma- about the magic trick but a person who is already illusioned by the trick how can he teach others he may teach something but that is not the trick that's not the fact of the trick so we need to understand the trick of tricks of maya from the person who is making those tricks the real magician we have to learn from him hmm the same thing is echoed in ishopanishad um if i'm not wrong 11th verse yes of ishopanishad you see vidyam cha vidyam cha yastad vedo bhayam saha avidyayam rityum tirtva vidyayam ritam ashnute only one who has sorry only one who can learn the process of nescience and that of transcendental side by side can transcend the influence of repeated birth and death and enjoy the full blessings of immortality now in the morning also sundagopal prabhu was mentioning very nicely that if i learn about the material nature from the materialist i will be motivated to enjoy the material nature whereas if i learn about material nature from the real trickster krishna <laughs> then we will get disgusted with material nature will be very much enthused towards spiritual nature which is devotional service to krishna our real life so that's the difference between learning from these two different teachers the i mean krishna or his representative the spiritual master the bona fide spiritual master if we learn from them then we will not fall into illusion and we will get disgusted with this illusory energy whereas if we learn from the materialist we will want to enjoy the material energy this is the very big difference same <clears throat> so these uh, philosophers that are mentioned in this purport they are mayaya apahrata gyana those whose knowledge has been stolen by illusion and why should we engage in arguments with them or defeat their arguments in fact that is a great service why because these so called intelligent people become usually the leaders of society either by political um, leadership or nowadays there are many ways to become a leader with social media you can become a influencer so these influencers they influence many others yadyadacharati shreshthas tatta devetaro janaha sayat pramanam kurute lokas tadanuvartate so who whatever the famous people do the common man will follow so the entire population is put into this ignorance if the leaders are speaking like that so therefore they must be defeated even if they don't accept it the followers at least some of them like when chaitanya mahaprabhu uh, debated with sarvabhoom bhattacharya prakashananda saraswati keshav kashmiri even when he defeated them he they actually accepted defeat and they converted nowadays they don't even accept defeat even when after you defeat them no shame uh, that means they're not interested in real knowledge if one is interested in real knowledge 
when somebody is uh, somebody presents the real knowledge and uh, when the folly is exposed he should oh yeah actually that makes sense he has to have the humility to accept that but nowadays where is such quality where is it nurtured no they think they are they're fine so we what we can do so you may ask what is the point of arguing then because he's not going to accept anyway so our thing is he may or may not accept but the followers at least some of them can be saved like you see chaitanya mahaprabhu he has of course converted this uh, mayavadis but they, you see even now the mayavadi philosophy is there and it is bewildering so many people and they don't accept our philosophy but at least some of them will begin to accept so to save them we have to do this and we have to present the truth we have to fight for krishna now we have to defeat them in argument means we have to fight for krishna just like arjuna he fought for krishna of course he fought with arrows and that's his skill now we are not experienced in uh, arrow fighting or you know what is that archery but our fighting can be that there is two ways two weapons one is the astra one is the shastra shastra and astra is actually the same shas dhatu dhatu the root word is shas means to chastise or to control hmm shas means to control uh, so those astra the weapons are used to also control or stop the force of the enemy and shastra shas dhatu plus astra is shastra so the weapon with which to control the people what does that mean um control people means more not just to enslave them but to direct them fence them from you know going without control and you know, out of order that that is the meaning so there has to be an order there has to be lanes on the road there is this line right and they divide and then we have lanes and then we have to drive on that in india i have seen they still don't understand the concept of lanes very much they just drive as if the whole road is their playground so in outside india they follow strictly nowadays india also is catching up a little bit so lanes so one has to stay in the lane that is control even if there's no control it is dis- it is disorderly and it can turn into chaos so therefore control is necessary and in fact every country has shastra their constitution is their own shastra but such shastra is meant to control the people but because it is man made it does not take into account the real laws of nature it is not in synchrony with the real laws of nature set by krishna therefore what is defined as crime in a constitution may not be sin in the um you know laws of god krishna and what is defined as sin in the in the laws of krishna may not be termed as crime in the man made law so that's why it's defective but previously in the vedic age kings used to rule the uh, their kingdoms according to manusamhita or manusmriti which is actually the code of conduct or the constitution for entire mankind which is based on this uh, religious principles it is actually one of the dharma shastras so this dharma shastra 
manu samhita was an yagyamal yagyamalkya samhita these were the books um, that were the guiding principles and of course they were based on ultimately the bhagavad puran and all this uh, vedic literature then it will be in synchrony like for example if a if a man murders another man or a woman he has to be killed because life for a life that is the law if i if we kill then we have to be killed otherwise if he is not killed if he is just given a sentence of you know like some years in the prison that's not going to be the same because under the laws of karma he will have to be killed again so in the next life he will have to pay for that whereas by executing him under the law of the state he is absolved of that sin of murder and then next next life he will start afresh there will be no untoward incidents because of that murder in the previous life because it is already settled the score is settled so actually it is an act of mercy on the um uh, criminal but these are not understood the laws of karma are not understood in uh, modern in the modern context and therefore the laws that are laid down in the constitution are defective man made laws so anyway the shastra that shastra weapon we can use and shoot the arrows at all these unscrupulous so called leaders misleaders of society who take the forms of swamis yogis impersonalists scientists philosophers mental speculators these are all different classes of philosophies philosophers who deviate mankind from the actual aim of life and give them um facility to commit sinful activities so this has to be condemned this has to be exposed and that is a very important service for a devotee okay now we will go to the next verse सन्यासी हे गायन नाचन ना करे वेदांत पाठ करे संकीर्तन दिस वॉज द क्रिटिसिजम द चैतन महाप्रभु फेस्ट नाउ अनादर थिंग अबाउट डिवोट इज दैट नॉट ओनली शुड बी अटैक ऑल दिस पार्टीज बाय फिलोसफी बट ऑल्सो एंड अटैक मीन्स नॉट सिंपली टू यू नो हेट दम नो वी हैव टू अटैक मीन्स टू हेल्प दम करेक्ट देयर मिसअंडरस्टैंडिंग्स and even if they don't learn even if they don't learn the people who are listening they will learn it's not exactly to spread hate <coughs> hatred but to stop the misinformation that has to be clarified so otherwise it can be misconstrued you know my statement so anyway now you see the um, the other thing about preaching is that not only have we to face this thing but we also will face many uh, so many criticisms so this is not um, new chaitanya mahaprabhu god himself faced criticism what to speak of anybody else so this is another thing we have to uh, grow a thick skin about that means we will be criticized for presenting the truth as it is but we cannot waver from the truth just because somebody is criticizing we have to present the truth without compromise see so chaitanya mahaprabhu is criticized in this way sanyasi hai akare gayana nachan nakare vedanta paath kare sankirtan the blasphemers said 
although a sanyasi he does not take interest in the study of vedanta but instead always engages in chanting and dancing in sankirtan what kind of uh, sanyasi is this sanyasi should be very grave should not be too um, you know jovial or should, should not be too emotional he is supposed to have risen above these petty emotions of uh, you know unnecessary jubilation or unnecessary um, what is this uh, lamentation he is he is supposed to be above this and sober in his disposition and he has to be you know seeing everything with a very sober mind but then they thought oh what is this what what, what kind of sanyasi is this he is just chanting and singing and dancing like an emotional person sometimes crying also what is this this is not sanyasi he does not even have control over his emotions in fact <laughs> prakashanand saraswati asked him uh no sarvabhauma bhattacharya asked him i think uh, you know chaitanya you have taken sanyasana i think prematurely you i think prakashanand or sarvabhauma one of them you are only 24 years old and you have taken sanyas and look at you 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 don't even have control over your senses you are just sentimental and you know emotional and with all materialists around you dancing and you know all the grahasthas and everything you know you are not you are not made for sanyas yet you know you are you are still you know uncooked or immature yet so why did you take sanyas prematurely so these were the kind of criticisms now we'll read from the purport fortunately or unfortunately we also meet such mayavadis who criticize our method of chanting and accuse us of not being interested in study they do not know that we have translated volumes and volumes of books into english and that the students in our temples regularly study them in the morning afternoon and evening we have to actually do this every every day we must study these literatures morning afternoon evening uh, not only distribute or not only do seva but also study this literature now of course shri prabhupada is attacking such mayavadis by saying that we also have so much philosophy and uh, our students also study it's not that we don't study that means in other words vaishnavas as as vaishnavas or followers of gaudi vaishnava sampradaya we have to study also devotees cannot be fools you know that's why we have started the bva program so that there is test there is some kind of impetus to study otherwise nowadays with so much distraction social media and this and that devotees i mean even prabhupada's time also prabhupada was you know pushing the devotees you have to read you know many devotees were not reading and what happens if we don't read is that when there will be test krishna will test us in life he will test us in the association of devotees sometimes we will find fault or offend the devotees because of a wrong way of thinking because we have not been um studying the literature and training our mind how to think as a devotee it is not a, a tip oh prabhu how can i can you give me some tips on how to control my anger this is not a tip this is a, you know what you see as a tip you know like an iceberg has a tip tip of the iceberg underneath there is you know 90% of the iceberg is actually below the surface of the water only 10% is what is visible on top so you just imagine 
how much actually deep we have to go in our understanding in order to manifest that tip you know so it is a whole lifestyle that we have to adopt the whole way of thinking so for that we have to regularly regularly every day read shri prabhupada's books if you don't do that i am sorry we will fail i mean the last exam is death but maya will not wait for the last exam she wants to fail us way before that <laughs> like i say when i conduct this bva program i am a kind of a sadist at heart because i don't want the students to pass i mean what i actually mean is that if they scrutinizingly study and if they can pass these exams um at least i mean it is not everything it is just one step closer studying is one thing but then putting into practice is a whole new game is a whole new game because study is just the first step uh, and we have to actually practically apply in our lives so that we have to be trained on devotees but if we don't even understand what we have to practice like even if i can't practice at least i have to know what i should be doing even though practically i'm not able to do it and then when the instruction is given we can understand we can we can uh, follow otherwise sometimes when the devotees you know when they in the in the in the course of training when they chastise the devotee who has never read the books he will feel offended he doesn't understand the value of such chastisement that correction and he fails in this in this exam itself in the while alive maya doesn't want to wait until the last exam no 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 fail as much as possible before so i i also try try to take that kind of stand i try to fail them so if you pass okay that's good <laughs> so the tests will be there all throughout the life and then finally the death so sometimes we fall for material enjoyment sometimes we offend devotees sometimes we offend shastras you know sometimes we offend the temple seva seva aparad dham aparad naam aparad vaishnava aparad so many aparad or offenses that we can commit and fall away and when will we commit these aparad when we cannot distinguish what is material and what is spiritual hmm? we consider devotees to be materialistic people then aparad happens or we consider non devotees as good as devotees you know like trying to be too humble with the non devotees and not humble with the devotees or not just that taking some advice philosophical advice from non devotees all these are unnecessary in fact recently uh, one devotee he was promoting so called devotee but he is promoting one book openly on facebook what is that relationships that work you know relationships that work the book title some materialistic book you know and he is promoting on facebook read 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 this is highly recommended i recommend you to read what can, what is this but he doesn't take advice from devotees he doesn't even consult anything with, with the devotees but he is consulting this book which is not even written by devotee all the good qualities are automatically achieved by devotees what is the need to gain another good quality from somewhere hmm. no need so these are all aparad 
so so many subtle ways we do aparad offenses and fall away from devotional life so to safeguard chaitanya mahaprabhu i have mentioned this in that uh, gardening uh, lesson in the tatvadarshan episode that chaitanya mahaprabhu um, he said we have to be a, like an expert gardener and we have to nurture the creeper of devotion bhaktilata if we don't then what happens is that we can't distinguish between the bhaktilata and the weeds and will eventually will give facility for the weeds and then it will stunt the growth completely finish the growth of the creeper and the creeper dies so in this way these are all dangers so if we n- always water the creeper by shravan and kirtan hearing and chanting chanting we have to do carefully trying to av- avoid the offenses and hearing in fact only when we hear can we avoid the offenses chanting is there but we will commit offenses because we have not been hearing we are not understanding the importance of the holy name therefore we minimize the importance of the holy name and therefore while chanting we do this and that this and that all these is offenses because we don't understand how great actually the holy name is we forget these things and therefore we um fall back into materialistic life now when we read every day although we have read the glories of the holy name here and there but then you know memory fades because it is replaced every day by other thoughts and then that thought is buried what we have read unless we bring it to the surface every day by reading and reading it always stays fresh hmm. if we don't then everything becomes stale then we lose importance maya slowly covers the the understanding with other layers of thoughts other layers of so called materialistic knowledge and everything and then is buried and then we f- gradually forget the importance and then all these offenses come into play therefore reading is very important yeah vaishnavas should not be fools vaishnava is supposed to be greater than brahmana brahma janati ti brahmana brahmana is a person who knows brahma or the spiritual science and brahma brahmeti paramatmeti bhagavan ji shabdate three stages of spiritual knowledge of the of the absolute truth there is brahman impersonal brahman brahma jyoti and paramatma localized paramatma and bhagavan the supreme personality of godhead so even among these brahma everything is brahma absolute truth is one sarvam khalvidam brahma so everything is spirit but there is the infinitesimal spirit which we are and in the infinite spirit also there is three stages of understanding so even the lowest stage of understanding an impersonalist he is also considered a brahmana brahma janati iti brahmana now but he is understood janati means one who knows now he only knows partially even then he is called brahmana but one who is a vaishnava he knows the uh, bhagwan feature which then means that he also knows the paramatma and brahma that means how knowledgeable he must be than the ordinary brahmana that is vaishnav standard that is the status and on which the vaishnava stands that means in other words if we call ourselves vaishnavas we have to come to that understanding hmm. it is not simply a rubber stamp like gandhi he said oh these people are harijans you cannot discriminate against them so just by putting a rubber stamp they don't become harijans the whole mission is to make everybody harijan but that harijan means 
by quality not by rubber stamping although he is a rascal idiot and then just rubber stamp him as a harijan and then make him something great this is called euphemism euphemism means um giving a better name than what actually the reality is the name must match the reality vaishnava means he has to be on the standard of vaishnava actually not simply having the name of vaishnava but in quality he is not vaishnava what is the point it's like uh, calling uh, somebody you know this there's a proverb uh, proverb used to mention that the man he had a blind son he had a son who was, who was blind but then he named him out of affection as kamalochana kamalochana that means lotus eyed one now that maybe shows some affection of the father but that's not reality it's uh, it's far from the reality kamalochan you cannot even see first of all but his name is like that so just by giving somebody a name although he is a blind rascal completely blinded by material um, you know nature you just can't, can't you know uh, what is that give a euphemistic name like harijan harijan or mahajan is a person who or mahatma is who bahunam janmanamante gyanavan maam prapadyate one who surrenders under the lotus feet of krishna completely sent person he is mahatma definition of mahatma by quality guna karma vibhagasha everything is by guna and karma yasya lakshanam proktam we have to judge everything by merit by lakshana by quality or guna and karma by activity and quality not rubber stamping either by janma or by political rubber stamping or whatever rubber stamping no so in other words if we are following this path we it is said that like chaitanya mahaprabhu himself said guru mare murkh dekhi karila shasan he said i am a great fool so there my therefore my spiritual master has asked me that you cannot read vedanta you just chant hari krishna now although he presented every disciple should consider himself a fool before the spiritual master but he should not be actually fool then it reflects badly on the spiritual master what kind of guru he has he has no knowledge so in other words we are bringing disrepute to shri prabhupada by not reading his books we are bringing insult to prabhupada we are uh, facilitating others to insult prabhupada we are also insulting prabhupada because we are not reading his books for which he labored so hard every single night he wrote uh, so it is everything everything is wrong about it so we have to read okay so the criticism of mayavadis when they say like that we should be able to counter that we cannot let like chaitanya mahaprabhu he uh, he defeated all of them in argument and prabhupad said in the previous purport that devotees also should be able to defeat all these defective philosophies and philosophers so in order to do that we have to have knowledge if we don't have knowledge then they are just going over and, and you may say prabhu they did not argue with me they are just doing whatever no we have to attack still because they are you know uh, influencing so many people even if they did not pick up an argument with us we have to argue with them we have to bring that point up and defeat that philosophy why to help bring about real information real knowledge hmm so we have to do that this is a very great service 
very important service to educate the masses so if if people are going in this world you know with their own philosophies we cannot say oh what to do prabhu kaliyuga you know everybody is just like you know um, just you know they're speaking whatever they want no 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 we just can't be turn a blind eye or you know uh, take it lightly we have to expose and bring the real knowledge to light and defeat the other person because when real knowledge is spread then the policies will be based on the real knowledge and then eventually the re-education and restructuring of humankind is possible Vaishnavas have it we have the knowledge if we don't spread it may take time for all people to accept or you know many people to accept it but unless it there is a start in that in, in that direction and endeavor it's never going to be fruitful so we are duty bound to do this <clears throat> so fortunately or unfortunately we'll read again the purport fortunately or unfortunately we also meet such mayavadis who criticize our method of chanting and accuse us of not being interested in study they do not know that we have translated volumes and volumes of books into english and that the students in our temples regularly study them in the morning afternoon and evening we are writing and printing books and our students study them and distribute them all over the world no mayavadi school can present as many books as we have you see in fact is the opposite the vaishnavas have way more knowledge than the mayavadis the mayavadis only limit their study to the shruti and that to misunderstanding everything whereas vaishnavas understand shruti smriti everything purana pancharatra itihas everything they will understand hmm. no mayavadi school can present as many books as we have nevertheless they accuse us of not being fond of study such accusations are completely false but although we study we do not study the nonsense of the mayavadis mayavadi sanyasis neither chant nor dance their technical objection is that this method of chanting and dancing is called tauriyatrika tauriyatrika which indicates that a sanyasi should completely avoid such activities and engage his time in the study of vedanta actually such men do not understand what is meant by vedanta <laughs> in the bhagavad gita 15.15 krishna says vedaischa sarvai rahameva vedyo vedanta kritveda videva chaham by all the vedas i am to be known indeed i am the compiler of the vedanta and i am the knower of the vedas lord krishna is the actual compiler of vedanta and whatever he speaks is vedanta philosophy although they are lacking the knowledge of vedanta presented by the supreme personality of godhead in the transcendental form of shrimad bhagavatam the mayavadis are very proud of their study foreseeing the bad effects of their presenting vedanta philosophy in a perverted way shrila vyasadev compiled shrimad bhagavatam as a commentary on the vedanta sutra shrimad bhagavatam is bhashyoyam brahma sutranam important bhashyoyam brahma sutranam in other words all the Vedanta philosophy in the aphorisms of the Brahma Sutra is thoroughly described in the pages of Srimad Bhagavatam. Now, let me take you to this verse. Arthoyam, actually. Arthoyam Brahma Sutra Naam.
Now you see here, not this. Madhya twenty five dot one hundred and forty three and one hundred and forty four. Artho yam Brahma Sutra nam Bharatartha Vinirnaya Gayatri Bhashya Rupo Sao Vedartha Paribrahmita Puranam Samarupa Purananam Samarupa Sakshad Bhagavato Dita Dvadashaskandhayuktoyam Shatavicheda Samyutaha Granthoshtadashasahasraha Shreemad Bhagavata Dhibhihi Sorry, Shreemad Bhagavata Bhidhaha This is from the Garuda Puran. The meaning of the Vedanta Sutra is presented in Shreemad Bhagavatam. The full, see the in other words that is the point i'm trying to make the meaning of the vedan sutra is present in shrimad bhagavatam arthoyam brahma sutranam the full purport of the mahabharata is also there the commentary of, of the brahma gayatri is also there and fully expanded with all vedic knowledge shrimad bhagavatam is the supreme purana and it was compiled by the supreme personality of godhead in his incarnation as vyasadeva there are 12 cantos 335 chapters and 18000 verses this is a quotation from the garuda purana now you may ask actually one person asked me i also had this question before the question was shrimad bhagavatam is the last book that was written by vyasadeva then how come in the garuda puran there is a verse about bhagavatam so it is to be understood that this is written every time every kaliyuga vyasadeva writes this hmm just like in the narasimha puran there is mention of the muslim muslim man who chanted haram haram when the boar was uh, attacking him and he went back to godhead because of chanting the name of ram now how how that was um, even uh, recorded how how come there is a mention of a muslim man in the narasimha puran which is very old way before the islam even came into existence that means every kaliyuga these things happen so likewise in fact another example i can give you like uh, the 12 mahajans was spoken by yamaraj way i mean very very long ago many many millions of years ago but there he mentioned name of bhishma dev in the 12 mahajans janak maharaj who is father of sita shukadev goswami so they have come just 5000 years ago yamaraj is speaking like millions of years ago what is how come doesn't match uh, that means they come every time in fact in the chaitanya charitamrita Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami says that this Chaitanya Charitamrita which I have written the life of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu this is just a drop in the ocean of pastimes of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in the future Vyasadeva will come and write in great detail about the past pastimes of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu when that will happen maybe next kali yuga because you see in kali in kali yuga the name the holy name is the method of deliverance now in this kali yuga Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has come what about next kali yuga so there is no chanting there will be so other arrangements will be made like literature will be available you see uh, about chaitanya mahaprabhu who came in this kali yuga it's like prahlad maharaj came in a satyayuga which is way back in the past and now we are reading about him so likewise chaitanya mahaprabhu's pastimes also will be narrated in the future so these that's why we cannot have a very limited view of these things these you know extend upon millions and millions of years so we have to understand that so anyway 
Bhagavatam is the natural commentary on the Vedanta Sutra. Whereas Shankaracharya came up with Shariraka Bhashya, uh, his own uh, commentary on the Vedanta Sutra. But we have already Srimad Bhagavatam, the natural commentary by Vedavyas. <coughs> So here the same thing is mentioned, Bhashyoyam Brahma Sutra Naam. In other words, all the Vedanta philosophy and the aphorisms of the Brahma Sutra is thoroughly described in the pages of Srimad Bhagavatam. Thus, the factual propounder of Vedanta philosophy is a Krishna conscious person who always engages in reading and understanding the Bhagavad Gita and Srimad Bhagavatam. Those who read Bhagavad Gita and Bhagavatam, they are actually students of Vedanta. Veda Anta means the end of knowledge, the end of the quest for knowledge. So that is actually Krishna. All knowledge actually ends with him. After knowing him, there is nothing else to be known. He is the end of our quest of quest for knowledge. So that's why he is called Vedanta. So one who understands Krishna, who is actually serving him actively, he is already on the stage of Vedanta. So only a devotee can be on that stage, nobody else. Thus, the factual propounder of Vedanta philosophy is a Krishna conscious person who always engages in reading and understanding the Bhagavad Gita and Srimad Bhagavatam and teaching the purport of these books to the entire world. The Mayavadis are very proud of having monopolized the Vedanta philosophy, but devotees have their own commentaries on Vedanta such as Srimad Bhagavatam and others written by the Acharyas. The commentary of the Gaudiya Vaishnavas is the Govinda Bhashya by Barde Vidya Bhushan. The Mayavadi's accusation that devotees do not study Vedanta is false. The Mayavadi's do not know that chanting, dancing and preaching the principles of Srimad Bhagavat, uh, Bhagavatam called Bhagavata Dharma are the same as studying Vedanta. Since they think that reading Vedanta philosophy is the only function of a sannyasi and they did not find Chaitanya Mahaprabhu engaged in such direct study, they criticized the Lord. Sripad Shankaracharya has given special stress to the study of Vedanta philosophy. Vedanta Vakyeshu Sadaramantaha Kaupinavantaha Kalubhagyavantaha Vedanta Vakyeshu Sadaramantaha Kaupinavantaha Kalubhagyavantaha A sannyasi accepting the renounced order very strictly and wearing nothing more than a loincloth should always enjoy the philosophical statements in the Vedanta Sutra. Such a person in the renounced order is to be considered very fortunate. You see? So this is how uh, Shankaracharya has uh, taught that one has to relish the statements of the Vedanta Vakya. Which is actually true. And now only, only devotees can relish the statements of Vedanta. Actually Mayavadis don't have such relish. Devotees who are actually reading, they cannot stop reading. Now we can see this in the life of Sundar Gopal Prabhu for example. In my practical life I have seen. Every day he reads at least two hours. At least. And he has read the Bhagavad Gita, Bhagavatam, Chaitanya Charitamrita so many 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 times over. It's unparalleled how much he reads every day. So, Vedanta Vakyeshu Sadaramanta. Hmm. That is true. But 
what is that enjoyment that means one has to actually live by those principles then the enjoyment comes because jnana is there then vigyana also has to be there hmm. so this uh, realization will come only when one actually engages in devotional service and then only will he understand more the statements of the vedanta and vedanta means bhagavad gita and shrimad bhagavatam perfect vedanta i mean bhagavad gita is krishna himself speaking you know the author of vedanta krit he said i am the compiler of vedanta krishna said and he himself is speaking author of vedanta is speaking how is that not vedanta so that is vedanta and shrimad bhagavatam which goes in much more detail about the same science so these two actually constitute vedanta so we have to always relish the reading of vedanta and put it into practice hmm. then our whole life susukham kartum avyayam uh, with uh, joyfully we can perform this um, krishna consciousness hmm. our self realization can be a joyful process uh, not like you know painful process whereas <coughs> in the bhagavad gita this impersonal kind of philosophy is mentioned as a painful process first let's see the joyful process of devotional service okay 92 raja vidya rajaguhyam pavitram idam uttamam pratyakshavagamam dharmyam susukham kartum avyayam this knowledge is a king of education the most secret of all secrets it is the purest knowledge and because it gives direct perception of the self by realization it is a perfection of religion it is everlasting and it is joyfully performed see joyfully performed susukham kartum avyayam sukham means happy susukham means very very happy very joyful process in other, uh, in contrast we have the the impersonalist path 125 klesho adhikataraastesham avyakta sakta chetasam अव्यक्ता गतिर्दुखम देहवद्भिर्वाप्यते फॉर दोज हूज माइंड आर अटैच टू द अनमैनिफेस्टेड इम्पर्सनल फीचर ऑफ द सुप्रीम एडवांसमेंट इज वेरी ट्रबलसम हाउ कैन वी देन बी एस्टैब्लिश्ड इन वेदांत वाक्यु सदा रमंत रमंत मीन्स ऑलवेज रेलिशन हाउ कैन वी रेलिश इफ द होल पाथ इज ट्रबलसम सो एक्चुअली वॉट ही सेड इज ट्रू we have to be relishing these statements and not relishing the materialistic statements of fools but that is only possible for devotees kaupi namanta what is that kaupi namanta khalubhagyavanta fortunate person who is wearing just a loin cloth that means minimizing all kinds of material luxuries and everything hmm just very very simple life and of course sanyasis they actually used to follow like that only cowpin loin cloth but uh, for us at least you know we have to wear you know, that's why we have these uh, saffron color cloth so that means we just have to completely uh, stay away from all kinds of material attractions and luxuries and because that's not going to be uh, joyful process it's actually a very painful process even running after wealth and all that opulence that's another nityarthi dena vittena let's go there just 
we will see that verse and come back here 11319 you will see here nityarthadena vittena durlabhena atmamrityuna grahapatyapta pashubhi kapriti sadhita ischalai this now we have seen impersonalism is a difficult path now what is what to speak of material life this is the uh, thing wealth is a perpetual source of distress it is most difficult to acquire and is virtual death for the soul what satisfaction does one actually gain from his wealth similarly how can one gain ultimate or permanent happiness from one's so called home children relatives and domestic animals which are all maintained by one's hard earned money so it's actually a very painful process this materialistic life but you see the shadgo <coughs> swamis six go swamis tyaktva turnamasesha mandalapatim shrenim sada tuchhavat bhutva deena ganeshakau karunaya kaupina kantha shritao they have worn just loin cloths they were great you know government officers in big big posts they had materially they gave up everything and then what they did they just accepted loin cloth they became mendicants why bhutva deena ganeshakau karunaya to show mercy to the fallen people of this world hmm. they have taken up missionary activities to help everyone hmm. so these words of shankaracharya can only be done by devotees vedanta vakyeshu sadaramanta kaupinavanta khalu bhagyavanta uh, we will go back 125 so it is very difficult this this um, impersonalistic path now i will show you another verse shrimad bhagavatam canto 10 this is spoken by brahma 10.14.4 of Srimad Bhagavatam Shreya Shritim Bhaktim Udasyate Vibho Klishyanti Klishyanti What is that? Struggle Klishyanti Yeke Valabodhalabdhaye Teshama Sauklesalaye Vashishyate Nanyadyatha Sthulatushavaghatinam my dear lord devotional service unto you is the best path for self realization if someone gives up that path and engages in the cultivation of speculative knowledge he will simply undergo a troublesome process and will not achieve his desired result as a person who beats an empty husk of wheat cannot get grain one who simply speculates cannot achieve self realization his only gain is trouble so these people they study vedanta with full of speculation without taking the direct meaning of the vedas mukhyavritti and abhidhavritti or gaunavritti that means mukhyavritti means the real meaning direct meaning directly evident meaning and abhidhavritti means do to concoct some meaning which is not actually intended by the author and that is dangerous so that is speculation such people even if they read vedas full it will be a waste of time his only gain is what trouble kleshothe kataraste sham Another verse is also there. Shrimad Bhagavatam 11.11.18 Shabda Brahmani Nishnato Nanishnayat Pareyadi Shramastasya Shramaphalohi Adhenum Mivarakshataha If through meticulous study one becomes expert in reading Vedic literature, but makes no endeavor to fix one's mind on the supreme personality of godhead 
then one's endeavor is certainly like that of a man who works very hard to take care of a cow that gives no milk in other words the fruit of one's laborious study of vedic knowledge will simply be the labor itself there will be no other tangible result see no tangible result in such vedic study this is more direct than the previous one so um we have to understand in other verses also there shrimad bhagavatam 128 all these verses point to the same thing dharma svanushtita pumsam svanushtita means what you know according to one's varna and ashrama one has to do one's duty now sanyas is also one of the ashramas now the sanyas duty is vedanta study and all this so dharma svanushtita pumsam vishvaksena kathasu yah notpadayet yadi ratim shrama evahi kevalam the occupational activities a man performs according to his own position own position means in the varnashram system uh, whether he is a brahmachari grahastha vanaprastha sanyasa or brahmana kshatriya vaishya shudra according to his position in the society and advancement in spiritual life he has to perform his respective duties so sanyas duties as you know stated they have to be studying vedanta so if one performs his duties according to his position they are only useless labor if they do not provoke attraction for the message of the personality of godhead mayavadis are in this position it's a waste of time useless labor shrama evahi kevalam so all these verses point to this one point there is sanyasi accepting the renounced order very strictly and wearing nothing more than a loin cloth should always enjoy the philosophical statements in the vedanta sutra such a person in the renounced order is to be considered very fortunate the mayavadis in varanasi blasphemed lord chaitanya because his behavior did not follow these principles but actually he was always vedanta vakyeshu sadaramanta he was always enjoying the vedanta vakyesh and what is the highest vakya of vedanta hare krishna hare krishna 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 hare 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 rama hare rama 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 hare hare iti shodashakam nam nam कलिकलमशनाशनम नातरतरोपाय दृश्यु दृश्य षोडशक कलिकलमशनाशनम नातरतरोपाय नात मीन देर इज नो अदर हायर स्टेटमेंट इन द वेदस वेदांत वाक्य वाक्य मीन स्टेटमेंट्स सेंटेन्सेस so there is no other vakya which is greater than this hare krishna mahamantra so actually he was following the principle of sanyas but they could not understand it they did because they did not understand the glory of the holy name and therefore they think that he is not following the principle he was definitely following in fact he was the one who is really enjoying so much so that he is singing and dancing they are just you know with grave faces you know almost sad <laughs> they are studying the vedanta but they are not receiving any real enjoyment from that they have some minuscule enjoyment but there is nothing compared to the ocean of enjoyment of devotional service and that is explained by rupa goswami right shrimad bhagavatam 7737 purport
विषय भक्तिरसामृत सिंधु सिंह ब्रह्मानंदो भवे देश चेत्पराधगुणीकृत नईति भक्ति सुखांबोधे परमाणु तुलामी इफ ब्रह्मानंद दट मीन्स इंपर्सनल हैपीनेस द ब्लिस ऑफ मर्जिंग इन द ब्राह्मण इन फॉलजेंस वो मल्टीप्लाइड वो मल्टीप्लाइड वन हंड्रेड ट्रिलियन टाइम्स it was still not equal even an atomic fragment of the ocean of transcendental bliss felt in devotional service just incomparable incomparable moksha laghutakrit one of the aspects of devotional service is kleshagni subhada moksha laghutakrit sandrananda visheshatma shri krishna akarshini chasa i think 1795 right chaitanya charitamrita madhya lila ृष्णाकर्षिणी Kleshagni it removes, it kills all trouble. Whereas his impersonal path, Kleshodhikatara stesha, adhikatara, very very difficult. Whereas here Kleshagni, Shubhada, giver of good fortune, Moksha Laghuta Krit, the it it completely makes insignificant the pleasure derived from this speculative understanding of Vedanta, of so called Moksha. in fact it is called vimukta manina they only think they are uh, they have uh, they are liberated but they are not actually sudurlabha it is very very difficult to achieve hmm very difficult to achieve but once achieved that is the greatest gain hmm. very rarely achieved sandrananda visheshatma one becomes very very ecstatic and he becomes a very um special soul and shri krishna akarshini chasa it is the only thing that attracts shri krishna krishna means akarshan who attracts everyone but krishna is akarshan akarshini krishna akarshini means one who attracts even the all attractive krishna that is only devotional service so going back to this the mayavadis in varanasi blasphemed lord chaitanya because his behavior did not follow these principles lord chaitanya however bestowed his mercy upon these mayavadi sanyasis and delivered them by means of his vedanta discourses vedanta discourses with prakashananda saraswati and sarvabhoma bhattacharya his his knowledge was so powerful that prakashananda saraswati who had 60000 disciples sarvabhoma bhattacharya who had unlimited disciples sarvabhoma means the entire earth was conquered by him nobody was there on earth who could match him in philosophical debate or argument or discussion he was so vastly scholarly chaitanya mahaprabhu defeated him prakashananda saraswati was defeated now just by defeating them 
the followers automatically followed suit so he did not just defeat two people he defeated many thousands of people millions of people just by defeating these two people this is the method one should apply even devotees of chaitanya mahaprabhu they have to defeat that these so called influencers so that many thousands can be helped not just it is a matter of you know defeating that one person no it is a matter of helping thousands so you see how chaitanya mahaprabhu dealt with this whole um issue so we have to accept such similar for that we have to first of all have knowledge na if we don't read every day how are we going to get anything hmm. we just not we should not just jump into arguments no 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 first spend time fully reading prabhupada's books and assimilating the knowledge trying to understand it every very nicely and then yes in order to present chaitanya mahaprabhu's philosophy then we can actually practice properly present and not only that we have to follow we just can't read and then you know, present purity is the force prabhupada said with purity the statements will have force it will penetrate the heart it will strike the sincere souls uh, so we have to have the purity of conduct and that means the whole spiritual program especially of the morning program waking up for mangalarti chanting rounds hari krishna nicely and then there is uh, the guru puja the shrimad bhagavatam class reading of prabhupada's books eating only krishna prasadam and all our activities in the domain of only krishna consciousness these are all essential principles if we don't have these sadhana in place our conduct is not pure our thoughts will not be pure our understanding will not be pure and with such understanding and such conduct if we preach that is not going to be effective we have to first of all assimilate janma sarthak kori karo paropakar don't jump into paropakar without our janma becoming sarthak first hmm sarthak means not that i have to become pure devotee but i have to follow the pure conduct follow the orders of the pure devotee then automatically even if i am not pure my conduct my my understanding will be pure because i'm just accepting as it is and following as it is both should be there accepting the knowledge and following sarvameta dritam manye arjuna said i follow what i accept whatever you say krishna and finally he said karishya vachanam tava i will do also whatever you ask me to do not just i will follow i mean i accept what you say but i don't follow what you say ask me to do no that is mean that means we are not accepting in full so our conduct should be pure and then yes we can take on all these things by the mercy of the shri prabhupada and the acharyas we can take on any number of these nonsense philosophies we don't have to even study their philosophy just by listening to that we will catch what is the problem hmm but one has to be expert in the study of real philosophy first then one can notice these faults these fault lines of the philosophy and then work on that crack and then break it apart and then educate the masses with real philosophy wow we have only covered only one and a half hours we'll just uh, try to finish this episode of the mayavadis okay murkha sanyasi nij dharma nahi jane oh jane okay murkha sanyasi nij dharma nahi jane bhavuka hiya phere bhavuke rasane मूर्ख सन्यासी दे कॉल हिम मूर्ख सन्यासी फूलिश 
इलिटरेट सन्यासी मूर्ख सन्यासी निज धर्म ना ही जने भाव कह या फेरे भाव के रसने दिस चैतन्य महाप्रभु इज एन इलिटरेट सन्यासी एंड देर फॉर डज नॉट नो हिज रियल फंक्शन गाइडेड ओनली बाई हिज सेंटिमेंट्स ही वॉन्डर्स अबाउट इन द कंपनी ऑफ अदर सेंटिमेंटलिस्ट पर्पोर्ट फूलिश मायावादी इज नॉट नोइंग द कृष्णा कॉन्शियसनेस मूवमेंट इज बेस्ड ऑन अ सॉलिड फिलोसफी ऑफ ट्रांसेंडेंटल साइंस superficially conclude that those who dance and chant do not have philosophical knowledge those who are krishna conscious actually have full knowledge of the essence of vedanta philosophy for they study the real commentary on the vedanta vedanta philosophy shrimad bhagavatam and follow the actual words of the supreme personality of godhead as found in bhagavad gita as it is after understanding the bhagavat philosophy or bhagavat dharma they become fully spiritually conscious or krishna conscious and therefore their chanting and dancing is not material but is on the spiritual platform although everyone admires the ecstatic chanting and dancing of the devotees who are therefore popularly known as the hari krishna people mayavadis cannot appreciate these activities because of their poor fund of knowledge eshab shuniya prabhu hase mane mane upeksha kariya karo na koila sambhashane eshab shuniya prabhu hase mane mane उपेक्षा करिया कारो ना कैल कैल उपेक्षा करिया कारो ना कैल संभाषण हियरिंग ऑल दिस ब्लास्मी लॉर्ड चैतन्य महाप्रभु मियरली स्माइल टू हिमसेल्फ रिजेक्टिंग ऑल दिस एक्सेशन एंड डिड नॉट टॉक विद द मायावादीज purport as krishna conscious devotees we do not like to converse with mayavadi philosophers simply to waste valuable time but whenever there is an opportunity we impress our our philosophy upon them with great vigor and success upeksha kariya kailo mathuragaman mathura dekhiya puna kailo agaman thus neglecting the blasphemy of the varanasi mayavadis lord chaitanya mahaprabhu proceeded to mathura and after visiting mathura he returned to meet the situation purport lord chaitanya mahaprabhu did not talk with the mayavadi philosophers when he first visited varanasi but he returned there from mathura to convince them of the real purpose of vedanta kashite lekhak sudra shri chandra shekhara tar ghare rahila prabhu swatantra ishvara uh well this is actually another topic we will actually go into this in the next episode all right actually these are only the synopsis of the um, of the activities these act- these activities of the meeting of uh, chaitanya mahaprabhu and prakashananda saraswati these were fully expand even the talks what is the you know uh, subject matter of their talks and everything is mentioned uh, in great detail in the madhyalila these are only just uh, mentions of those events okay so we'll stop it here at 44 and we'll continue in the next episode i'll take any questions if there are
Dheeradas is saying Adhila <clears throat> 1724 purport we cannot make compromises with these so called gyanis yogis karmis and tapasvis when they say they are as good as we are we must say that only we are good and they are not good this is not our obstinacy it is the injunction of the shastras now not only we have to say that they are not good we have to also prove that they are not good prove it because just by saying they will say you are fanatic but if we prove it scientifically philosophically then nobody can say anything if they say anything they will look they will look like fools but if we just say they are not good and we don't present a reason <clears throat> although it is the truth people will not appreciate so to prove that they are not good by our sound philosophy we have to that means we have to first of all understand why we are only good and why they are not good we have to find we have to know the fa- their fault what makes them not good if we just say we have to support our claim yes we have to say that they are not they are not good but why what what was his problem what did he do that is not good ah we must be able to say support our claim and support through shastric statements what is actually the correct uh, procedure to follow or philosophy whatever it is so we have to substantiate our claims otherwise we will be seen as fools <coughs> satyam choudhary hari krishna prabhu what should we do if the laws of the government don't match with the laws of krishna if we go by the laws of krishna we may get punished by the government just like russia devotees faced a lot of problems in the earlier days and got punished like anything that's true it's a very <coughs> uh, you know this is something which the devotees usually face not only in kaliyuga but we had the same incident in bhagavatam where prahlad maharaj was devotee his father is the government his father was the government of not only one planet but many many planets even the heavenly planets also he conquered so under his government nobody is allowed to worship vishnu nobody is allowed to worship god but what did prahlad do he just worshiped god he did not fight with uh, hiranyakashipu but his fight was that he did not listen to him not because he did not want to listen no is just because it is not the truth it is not that he wanted to show that he is a greater uh, person no he just had none of those desires so how did he conduct himself he just knew the truth that one has to be a devotee of krishna and he always chanted krishna's name no matter what were the rulings he just continued his chanting and in fact whenever he got opportunity he preached he was put in a school so that he will learn some diplomacy and all these politics but then he went to the school when the school teachers went away for something he gathered the fellow students and preached to them um, krishna consciousness even though the government and the school everything was atheistic he preached so like that we have to find whatever opportunities we have to preach in the beginning it may not be looking like very significant like for example hiranyakashipu had the entire demigods earthly planets the subterranean planets everything under his control and prahlad maharaj was only preaching in one of the schools one of the schools of his kingdom and that to to a few fellow students so apparently it did not did not look like very much but eventually such efforts by the devotees krishna takes notice narsimhadev came ousted 
Hiranyakashipu and Prahlad Maharaj is glorified all over the three worlds. So, and his Bhagavad Dharma is studied even today. Today we are reading his Bhagavad Dharma, that is his philosophy. So this is the fame of the devotee. This is how Krishna arranges. See, a devotee is always wanting to serve Krishna. And when he takes up the service of Krishna, Krishna takes up the service of the devotee so that that service can be expanded like anything. <laughs> Just like Arjuna. Arjuna said, Karishya Tava. Yes, I will fight according to your order. Now Krishna became Arjuna's servant so that he can fight to the best of his ability. He can perfect his service of fighting for Krishna. So much so that he became successful and whatever danger that came towards him also was nullified. So when we take up Krishna's service, even though it may look insignificant in the beginning, whoever we can, Yare Dekha Tarekaha Krishna Upadesh, whomever you see, meet, talk about Krishna. Simple thing to do. Now you may say, well, that is not very, uh, you know, only one, two people are meeting and then three people, four people. How much difference is going to make? No, that's not the point. If we do that as a regular function, then Krishna will support. And his support, when it, his support comes, nobody can match. Nobody can match. What What, what is his support? Just by his being on our side, it is support. Jayastu Pandu Putranam Yesham Pakshe Janardana. It is said, the success of the Pandavas in the Kurukshetra battle was that Krishna was on their side. Now you may say, Krishna did not support them, he did not even fight. You know, he is just sitting there, doing nothing. Even that is enough. <laughs> See, Krishna does not have to physically fight. Just by being, by his will, everything is taking place. Come on. So, we have to be on his side. That's all. We have to speak. So, that should be our conduct. So, if government laws do not match the Shastric laws, what can we do? So, we can preach the real laws and save the people. So, government will have one standard, but our standard is much, much higher. Much higher. So if we follow the Krishna conscious standards, automatically we will be following the government standards because they are way lower. Like uh, murder, for example. Oh, if you murder, then you will be punished by the law. But a devotee does not even want to kill a bird or animal or anything. Whereas that is not considered a big sin in the constitution of today's countries, Kali Yuga's countries. But our Vaishnava standard is so much more higher. Of course, he will not want to harm any human being. What to speak of human being, he will not want to harm any animal also, bird also, insect also. So, he already is following the much higher standards. This is easy. So, but we have to bring people to the real standard. Because the state may not punish. Krishna will punish. Yamaraj is there. His state will work. He has constitution. Uh, That constitution we cannot escape. So, we have to advise people how to follow this Bhagavad Dharma, automatically all the lower things will be done. Um, That's why we cannot rely on the state, on the government to follow our religious principles. We have to have a much higher bar, much higher standards of conduct. Hmm. Previously, the government used to uphold such conduct, such high standard of conduct. Now, no. But what to do? We have to do it. 
you have to take the initiative and preach to the other people what is the real standard and what are the real standards of krishna then uh, once they are educated they are like you know all of you you are devotees you are following this conduct uh, because you know the importance of it hmm. so we have to just make everybody know the importance of krishna consciousness then they will be willing to follow our standards of conduct actually prabhupad went there he did not preach the standards of conduct he he just preached uh, about krishna consciousness he chanted he gave krishna prasadam he preached nice philosophy then people got attracted by this and once they were attracted they understood the value of it then they wanted to automatically follow it and follow means are now the rules all come in and now the standard of conduct is maintained at that level so that's what we have to do that is how our program is to be um our preaching methods should be um implemented well this is the link of the gardening lessons of chaitanya mahaprabhu this is tatvadarshan episode we have done recently <coughs> so of course you can read from the 19th chapter of the madhyalila also we have uh, basically read that part and then explained a little bit in fact we could have gone much deeper but you know it's just a one hour session so kristodoria yes by turning a blind eye we are not helping them at all yeah we have to speak up dhiradas lord krishna and chaitanya mahaprabhu come once in every one day of brahma yes once i mean in 1000 cycles of the four yugas they come only once and this is that time this is that cycle how fortunate we are but if we don't take advantage of this how unfortunate we are or how unfortunate we will be or anybody will be that's why we should not make anybody unfortunate we have to make every make everybody fortunate um, that should be the principle of devotee kristo dorie can you explain the conclusive ideal of the foolish mayavadi interpretation of vedanta since they do not accept krishna as a source of all causes well they say uh, brahma sat jagan mithya actually there are very very detailed explanations of this in previous uh, sessions of chaitanya charitamrita we have covered the mayavadi philosophy uh, basically they think that brahma satya jagan mithya uh, the brahman is truth in their understanding brahman is just that light they don't understand what is the source of the light who is the source of nothing and jagan mithya they say this world is illusion and activities everything that is in this world is illusion so therefore their understanding of spiritual uh, status or spiritual state of existence is opposite of material state of existence so every anything that is here they say in spiritual existence there is not there here there is hot and cold ah in the spiritual there is no hot and cold here there is anger and um, um, love and there is there is no anger and love so everything that is here they just negation by negation they define not this not this that is why it is called neti neti na iti na iti not this not this not this but what it is they don't know this is their problem so they cannot clearly define now if i hide something in my hand and i ask you to uh, say what it is and you cannot guess i say it is not a it is not a pen it is not a paper it is not this it is not that it is not you may understand okay it is not this it is not. what it is 
you won't understand that if i reveal uh, this is what it is uh, then you will understand so we should know what actually the truth is their definition of truth is by negation by what is found in the material world oh this is not the truth this is not the truth the truth is not this the truth is not this the truth is not this but what it is they don't know and similarly when the lord comes into this world as an incarnation because of this false philosophy they have because they understand that in this world everything has a form like everything has a form here so that means in the spiritual world there is no form the absolute truth has no form this is all relative anything that has a form is relative and uh, that means absolute should not have form so when the lord takes form they consider that form as illusory form or that brahma has come in the form of uh, in, in taken on a material form because for them form means material that's why maya vadi everything for them is maya hmm. so this is basically what they understand and they also think that we can also become brahma one with aham brahma asmi we can also become one brahma so brahma means spirit the all pervasive spirit that's what they understand but they don't understand the dif- difference between brahma and parabrahma why are there why are there two words hmm. they cannot answer that so this is their misunderstandings so next prem vikas prabhu so by mercy of shri prabhupad if we can defeat some of his con gurus bogus guru we can take over whole iskon under iskm and everyone should follow shri prabhupad rithik system i am waiting for the day prabhu yes we should not just wait we have to work for it It's not going to happen. Krishna will not give us unless we serve Him. Of course, Krishna's plan will go on. Now we will not be part of that plan. So if we want to experience, now we want, we have to work for it. It's like Krishna said, Arjuna, you just wait. Okay, you don't want to fight. You are disturbed, right? Okay, okay, never mind. You just wait. I will finish these people, and after 18 days, you can have good life. No, you fight. You fight. So we have to fight. <laughs> Then Krishna becomes our servant. Krishna will not become our servant when we wait. Of course, I know what you mean. You are also preaching, but for those who don't understand this, they say they think waiting means oh we'll wait and then let Krishna is ta- <coughs> taking care of everything. <coughs> he will take care of the souls. Yes, he will take care. through his devotees he will take care but uh, do we want to be one of those an instrument in krishna's plan that is what matters if we are instruments in krishna's plan then it is our, our benefit but if we did not serve him in that mission then it is our not our benefit not to our benefit so we have to work we have to fight for him raj panchal Hare Krishna Prabhu is there verse which says uh, Shrimad Bhagavatam is the commentary of the Vedanta Sutras I showed you no you did not see maybe you asked this before I showed is it there Madhuri law of Chaitanya Charitamrita 25.143 and 44 taken from the Garuda Puran we have mentioned this अर्थोयम ब्रह्मसूत्राण भारतार्थवनिर्णय गायत्री भाष्यूपो सौ वेदार्थपरिब्रंहित 
ಪುರಾಣಂ ಸಾಮರೂಪ ಪುರಾಣ ಸಾಮರೂಪ ಸಾಕ್ಷಾತ್ ಭಗವತೋದಿತ ದ್ವಾದಶಸ್ಕಂಧಯುಕ್ತೋಯಂ ಶತವಿಚ್ಛೇದ ಸಂಯುತ ಗ್ರಂಥೋಷ್ಟಾದಶ ಸಾಹಸ್ರ ಶ್ರೀಮದ್ಭಾಗವತಾಭಿಧ ದಿಸ್ ದ ವರ್ಸ್ ಟೂ ವರ್ಸಸ್ ಫ್ರಮ್ ಗರುಡಪುರಾಣ ಅರ್ಥೋಯಂ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮಸೂತ್ರಣ ದಿಸ್ ಇಸ್ ದಿ ವರ್ಸ್ ಧೀರದಾಸ್ ಇಸ್ ಆಸ್ಕಿಂಗ್ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ಔಟ್ ಆಫ್ ನೈನ್ ಹಂಡ್ರೆಡ್ ನೈಂಟಿ ಫೋರ್ ಕಲಿಯುಗ ಓನ್ಲಿ ಒನ್ ಕಲಿಯುಗ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಕಮ್ಸ್ ವೈ ವೇರ್ ಇಟ್ ಗೆಟ್ ನೈನ್ ಹಂಡ್ರೆಡ್ ನೈಂಟಿ ಫೋರ್ ಒನ್ ಥೌಸಂಡ್ ಒನ್ ಥೌಸಂಡ್ ಕಲಿಯುಗಸ್ ಓನ್ಲಿ ಒನ್ ಕಲಿಯುಗ ಒನ್ ಇನ್ ಒನ್ ಥೌಸಂಡ್ ಒನ್ ಥೌಸಂಡ್ ಸೈಕಲ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಫೋರ್ ಯುಗಸ್ ಇಸ್ ಒನ್ ಡೇ ಆಫ್ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮ ಧೀರದಾಸ್ ಓ ಹೋಲ್ ಸ್ಕ್ರೀನ್ ಇಸ್ ಟೇಕನ್ ಅಪ್ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಪ್ರಭು ಹೌ ಡು ಮಾಯ ದಿಸ್ ಇಂಟರ್ಪ್ರೆಟ್ ಭಗವದ್ಗೀತಾ ಬಿಕಾಸ್ ಇನ್ ಭಗವದ್ಗೀತಾ ದೇರ್ ಆರ್ ಮೆನಿ ವರ್ಸಸ್ ವೇರ್ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಸೇಸ್ ಡೈರೆಕ್ಟ್ಲಿ ದೇರ್ ಇಸ್ ನೋ ಒನ್ ಅಬವ್ ಮೀ ಐ ಆಮ್ ದ ಬೇಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಇಂಪರ್ಸ್ ಇನ್ ಬ್ರಾಹ್ಮನ್ ಪಾತ್ ಆಫ್ ಇಂಪರ್ಸನ್ ಇಸ್ ವೆರಿ ಟ್ರಾವಲ್ ಸಮ್ ಫೂಲ್ಸ್ ಡಿ ಆಡ್ ಮಿ ವೆನ್ ಐ ಡಿಸನ್ ಇನ್ ಹ್ಯೂಮನ್ ಫಾರ್ಮ್ ಆರ್ ಇಂಟೆಲಿಜೆಂಟ್ ಮೆನ್ ಡು ನಾಟ್ ನೋ ಮೀ ಥಿಂಗ್ ದರ್ ಆರ್ ಅಸ್ಯೂಮ್ ದಿಸ್ ಫಾರ್ಮ್ ಆನ್ ಪರ್ಸನಾಲಿಟಿ ಮೈ ಆಕ್ಟಿವಿಟಿಸ್ ಆಮ್ ವರ್ಸ್ ಇಸ್ ಟ್ರಾನ್ಸೆಂಡೆಂಟಲ್ ಲೈಕ್ ದಿಸ್ ಮೆನಿ ವರ್ಸಸ್ ಆರ್ ದೇರ್ ವಿಚ್ ಆರ್ ಸಫಿಷಿಯೆಂಟ್ ಇನಫ್ ಟು ಡಿಫೀಟ್ ಮಾಯವಾದ್ ಫಿಲಾಸಫಿ ಸ್ಟಿಲ್ ವೈ ಆರ್ ದೇ ಡೋಂಟ್ ಆಕ್ಸೆಪ್ಟ್ ದೇ ಡಿಫೀಟ್ ವಾಟ್ ಎಕ್ಸ್ಪ್ಲೇನೇಷನ್ ದೇ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ವೆಲ್ ಐ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ನಾಟ್ ರೆಡ್ ರೆಡ್ ದೇರ್ ಎಕ್ಸ್ಪ್ಲೇನೇಷನ್ ಬಟ್ ಇಟ್ ಇಸ್ ಓನ್ಲಿ ಕ್ಲಿಯರ್ ಟು ಅಸ್ ಬಿಕಾಸ್ ವಿ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಹರ್ಡ್ ಇಟ್ ಫ್ರಮ್ ದ ಪ್ರಾಪರ್ ಸೋರ್ಸ್ ವೆನ್ ಯು ಡೋಂಟ್ ಹಿಯರ್ ಇಟ್ ಫ್ರಮ್ ಪರಂಪರ ಯು ಕ್ಯಾನ್ ಇಂಟರ್ಪ್ರೇಟ್ ಇನ್ ಮೆನಿ ವೇಸ್ ಇನ್ ಫ್ಯಾಕ್ಟ್ ದಟ್ ಸೆವೆನ್ ಟ್ವೆಂಟಿ ಫೋರ್ ದಟ್ ಕ್ಯಾನ್ ಬಿ ಇಂಟರ್ಪ್ರೇಟ್ ಇನ್ ಇನ್ ಅದರ್ ವೇಸ್ ಬೈ ಮಾಯ್ ವಾದಿಸ್ ಸೊ ಐ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ನಾಟ್ ಪರ್ಟಿಕ್ಯುಲರ್ಲಿ ಸೀನ್ ದೇರ್ ಟ್ರಾನ್ಸ್ಲೇಷನ್ಸ್ ಬಟ್ ಐ ವುಡ್ ವಾಂಟ್ ಟು ಸೀ ದಮ್ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ಬಟ್ ಇಫ್ ದೇ ಪ್ರೆಸೆಂಟ್ ವಿ ಕ್ಯಾನ್ ಡಿಫೀಟ್ ಬಿಕಾಸ್ ವಿ ಅಂಡರ್ಸ್ಟ್ಯಾಂಡ್ ದೇರ್ ರಿಯಲ್ ಮೀನಿಂಗ್ ಬಿಕಾಸ್ ವಿ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಹರ್ಡ್ ಫ್ರಮ್ ದ ಪರಂಪರಾ ಸಿಸ್ಟಮ್ ದಟ್ ಇಸ್ ವೈ ಇಟ್ ಇಸ್ ಕ್ಲಿಯರ್ ಟು ಅಸ್ ವಾಟ್ ವಿ ಟೇಕ್ ಫಾರ್ ಗ್ರಾಂಟೆಡ್ ಆಸ್ ವೆರಿ ಸಿಂಪಲ್ ಟು ಅಂಡರ್ಸ್ಟ್ಯಾಂಡ್ ಇಟ್ ಇಸ್ ಓನ್ಲಿ ಬಿಕಾಸ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿ ಎಕ್ಸ್ಟ್ರೀಮ್ ಮರ್ಸಿ ಆಫ್ ಶ್ರೀ ಪ್ರಭುಪಾದ್ ಕಮಿಂಗ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಪರಂಪರಾ ವಿದೌಟ್ ದಿಸ್ ಏವಂ ಪರಂಪರಾ ಪ್ರಾಪ್ತಮ್ ವಿದೌಟ್ ಪರಂಪರಾ ಯು ಸಿ ಹೌ ಮೆನಿ ಪೀಪಲ್ ಆರ್ ರೈಟಿಂಗ್ ಆನ್ ವೇದಾಂದ ಐ ಮೀನ್ ಭಗವದ್ಗೀತಾ ದೇ ಕೆನಾಟ್ ಅಂಡರ್ಸ್ಟ್ಯಾಂಡ್ ಬಿಕಾಸ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿಸ್ ದೇ ಡೋಂಟ್ ಫಾಲೋ ದ ಪರಂಪರಾ ಸಿಸ್ಟಮ್ ದಟ್ಸ್ ವೈ ದೇವರ್ ಅಂಡರ್ಸ್ಟ್ಯಾಂಡಿಂಗ್ ಇಸ್ ಬಿಲ್ಡ್ರಿಂಗ್ ಧೀರದಾಸ್ ಹಸ್ ಕಮ್ ಅಪ್ ವಿತ್ ದ ಕ್ಯಾಲ್ಕುಲೇಷನ್ ಫೋರ್ಟೀನ್ ಟೈಮ್ ಸೆವೆಂಟಿ ಒನ್ ನೈನ್ ಹಂಡ್ರೆಡ್ ನೈಂಟಿ ಫೋರ್ ರಫ್ಲಿ ವಿ ಟೇಕ್ ಇಟ್ ಆಸ್ ಒನ್ ಥೌಸಂಡ್ ಕಲಿಯುಗಸ್ ನೋ 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 ಮೈ ಡಿಯರ್ ಧೀರದಾಸ್ ಪ್ರಭು ಯು ನೋ ಹೌ ದ ಸೆವೆಂಟಿ ಒನ್ ಕೇಮ್ ಅಬೌಟ್ ಒನ್ ಥೌಸಂಡ್ ಡಿವೈಡೆಡ್ ಬೈ ಫೋರ್ಟೀನ್ ಇಸ್ ವಾಟ್ ಸೆವೆಂಟಿ ಒನ್ ಪಾಯಿಂಟ್ ಸಮಥಿಂಗ್ ಸಮಥಿಂಗ್ ಹಾಂ ಇಟ್ ಇಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ಸೆವೆಂಟಿ ಒನ್ ಇಸ್ ದ ಥಿಂಗ್ ಅಂಡ್ ದೆನ್ ವಿ ರೌಂಡ್ ಫಿಗರ್ ನೋ ಇಟ್ ಇಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ರೌಂಡ್ ಫಿಗರ್ ಇಟ್ ಇಸ್ ಆ್ಯಕ್ಚುಲಿ ಒನ್ ಥೌಸಂಡ್ ಈಚ್ ಮನು ಸ್ಟೇಸ್ ಫಾರ್ ಸೆವೆಂಟಿ ಒನ್ ಪಾಯಿಂಟ್ ಸಮಥಿಂಗ್ ಸೈಕಲ್ಸ್ ಇಟ್ ಇಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ಎಕ್ಸಾಕ್ಟ್ಲಿ ಸೆವೆಂಟಿ ಒನ್ ಸೈಕಲ್ಸ್ ಹ್ಞೂ ಅಂಡ್ ದೆನ್ ದೇರ್ ಇಸ್ ದಿಸ್ ಯುಗ ಸಂಧ್ಯಾ ದೇರ್ ಮನ್ವಂತರ ಸಂಧ್ಯಾ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ದಿಸ್ ಇಸ್ ದ ಲಾಸ್ಟ್ ಪಾರ್ಟ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿಸ್ ಮನು ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ದ ನೆಕ್ಸ್ಟ್ ಪಾರ್ಟ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಫಸ್ಟ್ ಪಾರ್ಟ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ನೆಕ್ಸ್ಟ್ ಮನು ದಟ್ ಪಾರ್ಟ್ ಇಸ್ ಸಂಧ್ಯಾ ಸೊ ಲೈಕ್ ದ್ಯಾಟ್ ಇಟ್ ಇಸ್ ನಾವು ಇಫ್ ಒನ್ ಥೌಸಂಡ್ ಡಿವೈಡೆಡ್ ಬೈ ಫೋರ್ಟೀನ್ ವಿ ಗಾಟ್ ಸೆವೆಂಟಿ ಒನ್ ಪಾಯಿಂಟ್ ಸಮಥಿಂಗ್ ಯು
see we can understand from this bhagavad gita 8:17 sahasra yuga paryantam maharyad brahmano viduhu ratrim yuga sahasrantam teho ratra vido janaha janaha by human calculation a thousand ages taken together form the duration of brahma's one day and such also is the duration of his night you see so thousand here is mentioned no? sahasra yuga paryantam सौंदर्य बालसुब्रमण्यम वाई इन भगवदगीता चैप्टर फोर सेवन फोर डॉट सेवन सृजाम्यहम वर्ड इज मेन्शन या सो दैट इज एक्सप्लेन बाय प्रभुपाद दिस इज अ गुड क्वेश्चन एक्चुअली यू नो वाई बिकॉज सृजामी मीन्स मैनिफेस्ट बट एक्चुअली सृजा सृजा सृजामी मीन्स आई हैव क्रिएटेड क्रिएशन मीन्स मेटीरियल इन द स्पिरिचुअल वर्ल्ड देर इज नो क्रिएशन राइट so srijami why he did use srijami because this is how the mayavadi is actually interpret now you have asked right how they interpret when they have there are so many conclusive translations conclusive meanings but only because of parampara but if you don't hear from parampara they will make another meanings out of this you see srijami means creation tadatmanam srijami aham create this material form so anything that is material is created anything that is spiritual is not created because it is eternal eternal means it is never created So Srijami means they say created because actually that is one of the words, one of the meanings of the word Srijami. I have created. So that means oh, it is material. So that is the way Krishna explained. You see the word here in the purport. First thing Prabhupada is attacking that point. The word Srijami is significant here. Srijami cannot be used in the sense of creation because according to the previous verse, there is no creation of the Lord's form or body since all the forms are eternally existence. That's why we have to understand in context. if we see the context here 46 the before verse ajopisanavyayatma aja means unborn avyayatma bhutanam is ishvaropisan so you see although i am unborn and my transcendental body never deteriorates and although i am the lord of all living entities i still appear in every millennium in my original transcendental form you see so he has his is ajah that means he never takes birth that means his is not like our birth where our body is created when we take birth our body is srija there is a, a creation of our body in the womb of the mother but in krishna's case there is no creation it is his body this is there is no difference between his body and soul hmm so in context we have to take therefore so with mayavadi philosophy what happens is they regularly um one statement here and another statement here they don't um match they contradict each other if you put all of them together they contradict in when they are in one place they will describe it in one way when they go to another place they describe it in another way but then they don't see that actually both of them are contradictory to each other so you see in fact this point was made in one of the purports earlier in earlier sessions we have read in detail we have read how they are whole i think what is that purport um I think two two dot forty two two dot forty three of the Vedanta Sutra. Wait, I will just mention the purport. You can go and read it yourself.
Ah. This is the one. Yes, you see this Chaitanya Charitamrita Adi Lila, chapter five, text forty-one. Okay, you go and read this. Take a note, Adi Lila five dot forty-one. You go and read the purport. How the Vedanta Sutra is thoroughly, thoroughly defeated by, I think Jiva Goswami. Yeah, Jiva Goswami actually defeats this and. Uh, and this whole purport is very very long very long we have gone through this in great detail in previous one of the sessions 5.41 and you can watch that session also um and you can read this verse then you will understand how their philosophy is so defective yeah all right that's it so thank you very much for your participation and we will see you again in our next episode of i think bhagavad gita or tatvadarshan all right thank you very much hare krishna shila prabhupad ki jai chaitanya mahaprabhu ki jai panch tatva ki jai krishna das kavraj goswami ki jai anand kodi vaishnav vrind ki jai nitai gaur primanand hari hari bol hare krishna